I tell you what, can't think of two better things I'd rather talk about than high school football. We're here at the High School Football Coaches Clinic in Myrtle Beach and also the great game of golf. I don't care that Chris Bergen is an anti-Tiger Woods person, okay? I love Tiger Woods. I love watching Tiger Woods play, and I hope he's going to make the cut. He was on the cut line last time we checked, and let me just double-check before we bring George in so I can know what we're talking about here. The cut was going to be plus one, and it's still projected right there at plus one, so Tiger you don't is hanging think right it's gonna move so on the Tiger cut won't line. make the cut, do you? You don't think the PGA think, Tour would actually the move PGA? the cut to miss Tiger Woods, do you? He's going to make the cut. <laughs> I can promise you that. I think it's out of his control. Let's welcome in George Bryan the third. Sure another edition is. of Birdies, Bogies, and Biceps here in the state of South Carolina. And George has got special guests with him as well. And do we have Robbie with us too? Is Robbie connected, uh, Pat? Do we have Robbie on board? Well, I got Robbie too. Okay, George and Robbie. Of course, brought to you by Tsunami Bar Sports. And George, Robbie, welcome in, guys. How are you? Couldn't be better. <laughs> Fantastic on this. Uh, love listening to the show and can't wait to uh, talk about some golf. All right, uh, George, why are you whispering? I'm not whispering. I said couldn't be better. Oh, okay. I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were whispering earlier when, uh, when Pat called you. Well, it's great to have you with us. And uh, what do you think about what's happening out in L.A.? Before we get into high school and college golf and everything else that's on your mind. Oh, by the way. Um, Robbie, as I walked in, as I walked in the clinic, guess who I walked directly into? I mean, if I, if I hadn't have been looking up, I'd have, I'd have slammed right into him. Well, if you were looking up, that had to be the giant Mike Armstrong. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> I ran right into Mike. I ran right into Mike. I walked right past David Abernathy, and standing over talking with people was um, – uh, Clemson strength coach, uh, bup, bup, bup. you know who Joey I'm talking Batson. about. Joey Batson. Coach Batson, yes, yes. So the whole the whole gang is here. Yeah, that's a good crowd. You're going to have a good weekend. Yeah, yeah they're here. Uh, they're here mingling with the high school coaches and talking football and uh, and no doubt talking about their products as well. There, there's yeah, uh, some beef in that crowd. Average average height's about six 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 seven. <laughs> I'm not sure weight. It's definitely over 240. <laughs> I'll just say I was standing next to I was standing next to Mike and to Robin Bacon, the former Spring Valley coach, who's kind of tall himself. I felt I felt very small standing next to them. I tell you, Mike. Most importantly, he's been sporting the same haircut for 35 years. Yes, he, he has. Still looks- <laughs> yes, he has. And hey, uh, good. First, they're good men. They're all good men. They love sport. And uh, one of the things they all know a lot about is that's taking care of your body. Taking care of your body. You take care of it, it'll take care of you. And the uh, David Abernathy is the inventor of the Tsunami Bar, and he did it. He invented it while he was 
at Clemson as the assistant for Coach Batson. So there's a little history behind the Tsunami Bar technology. And while we're rolling hot, and just before bringing in Coach Robert Dargan, AC floor coach, Tsunami Robbie, go ahead and take it away and talk just a little bit about the benefits of the Tsunami Bar technology. Well, it's always good. Uh, just working out in general is going to be good. And then when you can do it with a, a device that's going to be friendly on the body, that's not going to give you the skeletal and muscular abrasion that you're used to, those uh, getting broke down and sore to where you take three or four days to recover, uh, Tsunami Bar, the live technology, it really works, it helps, and uh, everybody should at least give it a look, and then you can decide if it's for you or not. There is no question that uh, the in-season product that most of the schools don't talk about, even in the big sports, is is uh, the Tsunami Bar. When I say most, I say many of the schools. They, and when you mention abrasive, that, that equates into tension and soreness. And uh, the, the number one, number one uh, benefit behind the Tsunami Bar technology is it's, and this is my opinion, the ability to study that tension and to stay away from abrasiveness, that's just soreness. When the fiber is broken down, uh, frayed, because of, the, because of the resistance training, pushing that weight, the, uh, uh, it, it gets sore. Well, that's what the cool thing about the Tsunami Bar is you don't have to deal with the level of soreness. And, and then it helps you study the layers of, of tension. And we all know, in golf that if you are the one cool where do you think the word choking came from and what does that entail there's a lot of tension around the game of golf especially you mentioned tiger woods in the cut looks like he will be inside that cut line there's nobody that probably the, the number one record of uh what those who follow that they're most in awe about tiger woods is not how many tournaments he's won how many cuts that he made in a row if you go talk to the guys that really and girls that really can play, that's the number one. So Tiger Woods is the master of tension control. And uh, hey, speaking of masters, I think it's about time. Go ahead and bring in one, Robert, Coach Robert Darden. I'm sure he's on the tee with us at this point. Welcome, Coach. Glad to have you part of our team. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And George, I agree with you on the sideboard, Robbie. George set me up with one of those about a year and a half ago, and I use it all the time. It's a great tool, and um, it's good for anyone, especially for golf. I'm sure there's sports too, but it really does work well for golf, and so I'm a big proponent of that for sure. And that's great yeah, to hear, so, Coach. Uh, so, Coach. And, um, yes. No, go ahead. You're going to. No, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to mention um, thank, you, thank you for having us, and, um, and, and um, the floor team this year. Our girls' team was, was in the fall, and we finished third at the state, which was really good. We had no seniors, so we got everybody coming back. We got two All-State girls coming back, Barrett Barbary, who's a freshman, will be a sophomore next year, and Sarah Campbell-Brown, who will be a senior. So next year we should have an outstanding chance to win. The last time the girls won state was 2010, so we're looking forward to hopefully breaking through that next year. Our boys' team just started up last week, and – had our first scrimmage at Camden Country Club, which is Matt McCarley has over there, another former Gamecock, and um, golf course was in fabulous shape as always. And um, so we got off the season off the right foot, and we got a opening scrimmage win. And um, 
we're looking forward to having a we got a last year's team won seven tournaments and um set this four a scoring record at state shot um five sixty five which is mm. under par in golf which is pretty darn good and um won by forty shots which was really cool and um mm-hmm. and then the year before we had won eleven tournaments in one state so this year we we lost two all state players luke Luke Sullivan is at South Carolina playing on the golf team and Birch Harrison is at High Point University playing on their golf team. They returned all five of the guys at state last year, finished all state, which is a really cool thing. I don't know if that's ever happened. It probably has, but you can't do any better than all five, all you guys finished all state. And, um, and, um, we returned three of those all state fellows. Adam Hunt Cole, is a senior. He's committed to, he's a signee at the University of Illinois, which is an outstanding golf school these days. And, um, good university too, by the way. And, um, and Coleman Ferguson is a junior, and Charles Coffin is a sophomore. And all three of those guys are all state returning players, and we've got a six or seven guys behind him. A couple seniors, Will Will Buffum, and um, is one of those guys we're looking. Thomas Lamar is a junior, looking to mix in. So we should have an excellent chance to win this year. Our boys' state will be at North Augusta at the River Club, and that'll be in May. So that'll be right after the Masters, and they do a tremendous business obviously during Augusta, Augusta National Week. So the golf course will be in great shape. We played a couple of SCJ events down there that time of year, so it'll be overseeded and fabulous. So we should have a really good chance. And um, North Augusta finished second us last year at State, so they're looking to um, win as well. So it should be quite a battle between North Augusta, Greenville, and Florida in May, middle May for State. Well, one of the things, Coach, that definitely appreciate uh, what you do, a lot. Of, some folks out don't realize uh, in in golf we don't have that many golf experts that are coaching at the high school level. A lot of the a lot of the schools do their best to get the golf experts in, but it's really difficult. It turns out to be football coaches uh, doing the golf te- golf coaching or base basketball or whatever and. And uh, so golf's a little different. Most don't real most most may think you're teaching and coaching at AC four, but that's not quite the case. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Que- I get that question. I get that question a lot for sure. And, um, what most? Yeah, you get what a- many might not. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, but many might not realize is the level of uh, golf expert you are, uh, winning on every level. In college, great success. Amateur golf, great success. Uh, especially you and your brother were, went to a stretch unbeatable. Unbeatable is uh, in the team category. And then, uh, so with your background, you create quite a culture. But you're also you also walked into one that has quite a tradition in oh, AC floor. Speak oh, a little oh, bit yeah. about the culture in your at the, in the AC floor. Okay. Well, Coach Harry Huntley, thank you for those kind of words about my game. And unfortunately, it's not nearly what it once was. But I came from a golfing family. My dad was an outstanding player. He bought David and myself up and exposed us to the game at a young age. And that's invaluable. And being around good players, like, you know, my dad was, like I said, watched him play as a young age and learning from him. And that helps tremendously. And, um, and then being around so many great pros like yourself and learning from y'all guys. I remember playing with you when I was a little kid and just picking up on what the better players do. And my dad always told me, and I always tell these floor kids, I'm like, you know, play with people that are better than you. And, and then 
you don't want to play with people that you're going to beat up on. Play people that are better than you and learn from them. It'll make you better in the long run. And about the Flora program, yes, no doubt. They um, have quite a tradition of success. Harry Huntley coached that team for 16 years, and he asked me to um, help him with the girls' team when my daughter, oldest daughter Blair was playing on the golf team, and I helped him, and that's how I got involved with coaching. And then he asked me a couple years later to take over the boys' team when his son graduated because he had put in his time 16 years. And I think they won in those 16 years 10 state championships. And so they really had the ball. They really had it rolling and um, had a, you know, a tradition of success. And that's hard to, you know, once you get that tradition, everybody expects to win. It makes it, it still, still not easy to win, but it makes it easier for sure. And um, hey. so – when I stepped in, yeah, go ahead. No, no, Coach. Uh, I was going yeah. to get you to. Now this is this is just loose talk. I can't bear. I can't uh-huh. validate this. Hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Just outside a locker room, but just inside of loose talk. <laughs> so uh-huh. Charles Warren you. used to take full credit for the starting of the tradition, and that, it, that, it's that, funny. That's I true. Can, There's some truth there. Well, I like to talk history. I love history, and. There's nobody more fun to be in conversation with about golf than Charles Warren. Hmm. And, yeah, man, can he that. mix it up. Uh, and again, you'll never believe who I got a text from today, and I hadn't heard from him in 30 years, Joey Graham. So, Joey Graham was – yep, I hadn't heard from him in a long time, but he was the pro there at Forest Lake when the tradition got started. And I mentioned Forest Lake. I'm not sure that's where you all play and practice anymore, but at one point in time I thought it was. And at least that's where Charles – I knew Charles played out of Forest Lake. So the uh, that seems like in the early 90s. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, the, the team won in 70 and 71 with um, David Dupree and Gus Silva and those guys. And then some around along the line, the golf – team just didn't exist anymore. When I was playing high school golf in the 80s at Spring Valley, I don't think AC Florida had a team. And then Charles was at Hammond, Warren was at Hammond, and went over to AC Florida in 1992, and they started the program up with the science teacher and Charles and a few of his buddies. And then Harry came along about the end of the 90s, they started winning state championships. So Charles did have a, a big hand in um, starting that program back. And um, it's amazing where they've come from there. He was our first, Charles was our first speaker at our annual fundraising, the Florida Golf Gathering, that we do to raise funds for the girls and boys team. And he talked about that, and it was really neat. And, yeah, of the 16 kids in the team this year, most of them are Forest Lake kids. We do play in practice at Northwoods. Greg McBride has been, or the Spur at Northwoods, excuse me, I always get that, I can't get that full name right. But uh, Greg has us out there, and he is great and so supportive of us. And I always say the Spur at Northwoods is the 15th club in the bag of racing floor, the girls and boys team. We cannot do what we do without him. And um, between them with Harry getting it, you know, winning all those state championships, and then um, we've just had it rolling from there. And it seems like we have kids that want to come to AC floor to play golf because of the tradition of winning, which does make it easier for sure. The bad part about that is if you have kids trying out for the team and we have to cut some kids, which is terrible. You don't want to turn kids away from golf. I feel like when I tell a kid, sorry, you make the team, he's never going, to, never going to play again. So that's the bad part. And most high school teams, they don't have to go through the cut process, but unfortunately we do. But that's just part of life. And um, 
hopefully they'll, they'll that'll make them work harder and get better and come back the next year and try out. That's what we want them to do. We're trying to. I got involved in this to grow the game, not to turn kids away from it for sure. And that was kind of that's one of the reasons my wife encouraged me to do it. And because I, I wasn't sure with the time commitment, I was like, I don't think I can do that. She goes, you should do that. That'll be fun for you and it'll be a way to give back to the game. And just like you do with all your junior kids, George and. And um, I've always had so much appreciation for you and all the club pros I've been around. I'm just trying to do my little part to help give back. Hmm. Hey, that's a that's a huge part. And I, thank you, Miss Dargan, for that word. Uh, one of the things that, that we've been talking golf, Phil Cornblute, for over 30 years, mm-hmm. uh, or right at it for sure. And don't don't make right us sound so old, George. Okay, don't make us sound so <laughs> yeah. old. But you know, in our radio, in our radio minds and voice, we we can take it wherever we like. I mean, the better we, the the more we're on the radio, the better we get, or the, certainly the better we used to be. We, mm-hmm. Robert, we yeah. are really good in radio golf. Yeah. Like I never oh, missed yeah. a shot in radio golf. Yeah. So oh the, yeah. Uh, I know. I know the feeling. The the but. The Midlands has always seeded some of the best golf talent, not just around the state, not just around the southeast, not just in junior golf, not just in college golf. We're talking about in the whole country, in the world, and it's very unusual. I think think that part of what the formula is right here in the Midlands, it's all over the state, but it's people like Coach Dargan, but we have others, like you mentioned, Greg McBride. They also – also mentioned Matt McCarley right around. I'm uh, texted today with Rock Lucas at Charwood. He's always been a huge supporter. Jimmy Cusa. I'm just going around the dial. Tom Mason. Oh, yeah. We've got we've got so many we've got so many good club pros around here. Clem King. Clem was when I was a freshman in South Carolina. He was the golf coach for Virginia. He was then he came to be the head pro at Wildwood, and we've been friends ever since. But there's so many good club pros that influenced these kids in such a positive way. And, and um, you know, that was one of the main things. My biggest influence as a golf growing up outside of my father were the, were the club pros. And, um, you know, just a, a little tip a little tip there, a little encouragement there. And, you know, there's not a lot of coaching in golf, really. I mean, you're more of an encourager. You're trying to – I mean, there's no shortcuts. you got to go work hard and earn it and dig it out of the dirt. And just like with most other sports, I'm sure. So – all you can do is really put your hand around the kid and tell them, "Hey, I, I'm here for you." You're not, you know, when they, when they get down low and they feel bad about themselves, "Hey, you're you're a good player. Remember that. Never forget that." And when they get too high, sometimes you got to say, "Hey, you know, let's tone down a little bit. You know, we still got work to do." So, and that's I try to coach the kids the way my dad talked to me, honestly. So my dad's passed away in 2005, and um, he had such a positive influence on my life that. I always try to say, what what would I want? What what would my dad say to me? And that's what I say to these kids. And so far, so good. And um, and um, that's kind of way I, we try to go about things. And I do want to add one thing that uh, Mark Elam, who works for the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, is one of our coaches this year. And our coaching staff is second to none, really. I've got so much help. My brother David, who is a very good player, played at College of Charleston, is helping us this year. My daughter Blair, who played at Florida, she's finishing her. Masters at USC Nursing does all of our emails communication, which is invaluable. I've got a former Falcon, four-time state champion, Willem Elliott, one of our assistants this year, and along with his father, Tom Elliott. So we have so much help, and I'm not doing it by myself. they got great parental support, 
The school's awesome. They support us everything that we do. We play a very aggressive schedule. We try to play some national events. And um, last year, Florida was ranked little, little old AC Florida and Forest Acres was ranked eighth in the country among mm. high school golf programs. Which I'm not sure how they come up with those rankings, but we'll take it. And, um, <laughs> and um, that, you know, that's pretty good. And um, that's something they can hang their hat on to be proud of. And um, it's really everyone and supporting these kids and and, um, and making it available to them to to do to do what they do. And uh, one of the reasons for it has been successful, I think because we play a schedule to the second and none. And by the time state championship time runs around, turns around in May, these kids are battle-tested more so than most other schools, and that makes a tremendous difference. I mean, they've seen it all, and so now it's just go out there and do what we've been doing, and it would take the whole year to get ready for state. And so that's kind of that's kind of that was Harry's philosophy, and I tried to adopt that because why change something that's working and, and we're keep doing it, and um, so far so good. Well, you're ranked uh, number one in the state in 4A. Bowling Springs is number one in 5A. You put 3A and and in the small division Oceanside. But I'm not sure. Bishop England's very good this year, too. Say that again? Bishop England is very good this year, too. They play. They're They play in the classification you all have the chance uh you'll be at southern cross i'm guessing and that'll be yes kind of the open and and the true the true test to find out the best of the best would would be through the events like southern cross and there may be another one on the schedule where all the top teams meet but yeah we we have kind of uh, five we we have five majors that we kind of point towards one being blythewood's tournament at columbia country called the parks hunter bingo tournament named after parks hunter a young man he was a really outstanding player. He passed away prematurely of a heart condition. Great kid, great family, the Hutto family. His brother Matthew plays golf at Winthrop now. He's an outstanding young man. But all the good teams in the state play in that one. The Southern Cross, obviously, the Tournament of Champions down at Daniel Island that Bishop England puts on. It's an outstanding field. And then um, our state tournament. Those are our four majors that we really point towards and try to um, – Put our best foot forward, and then the um, Georgia South Carolina Cup, which takes the top eight teams in South Carolina, the top eight teams in Georgia. This year is at Greenwood at Stony Point. Um, we finished second that tournament last year, lost by a shot to a team named Westminster from out of Atlanta. I thought we were tied with three holes to go in that tournament, and we played the last three holes as a team, five under par, and we lost. So, <laughs> so we didn't Ooh. lose; we just got beat. And there's a big difference. Yeah, you got but, beat um, there, Coach. Yeah, sometimes you just get beat, and you shake the guy's hand and say, that was well done. And I thought, you know, we had it won. So that was – we're looking forward to getting back and hopefully winning that one. Flores won that one a couple times in the past. But that's the type of – you know, those are the really big high school tournaments around here. And then we're going to play in a national tournament, which is down at um, – it's called the High School Invitational. Um, it is put on by Golf Holiday down at Myrtle Beach. I think y'all guys are at the beach now, right? And um, – and um, and then um, it's at True Blue Caledonia Tradition Club, and they'll get a 48-team field, which is a tr- tremendously large field from all over the country. So hopefully we'll see how we stack up there. That'll be the only bad part of that is that's the week of the Masters. So hmm. we'll be down at the beach playing golf during the Masters. But, you know, those are the sacrifices we make, right? <laughs> well, Coach, Coach, it's, uh, it's a lot of golf to talk about. We'll have you on. We've got to keep this going, yeah. and you'll refresh us, but – we're down to about 20 seconds. 
Uh, privilege yeah. having you part of the show. Appreciate you joining Thank us. you for having me. Look forward George, to our next George, visit. And Thank you, sir. And yes, sir. You guys are great. Anytime I can come on, Phil, our Celtics are looking great. I'm feeling really good about it. And, good. Um, as long as we stay, as long as we stay healthy, I think we're good. I'm rolling with you, Coach. <laughs> I'm rolling with you. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So, uh, hey, you, you have a good weekend, Coach, and I look forward to the next visit. Nami Robbie, have a good evening, weekend. I'll see you. I'll see you Sunday for the Carolina TGA show and see them high, but shoot them low. George, thank you very much. Robbie, thank you very much. Coach, thank you very much. Pat, thank you very much. Chris, from Tiger Woods, we thank you very much. (laughs) Absolutely. And we hope you have a good call tomorrow. I'll see you there tomorrow. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. Have a great weekend. See you Monday.